Ahoy! Welcome to another episode of the Bottom of the Sheen Movie Show. My name is Adam. Well, I My... don't know what a sheen is. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Nick. It's the world famous Bottom of the Stream Thank you. podcast. It is indeed. Uh, and we're here, like we are every Thursday, to randomly select a movie from the Netflix stream. We are. And see if we found a hidden gem. That's what we do. That's what we're here for. And this is the first film of season 10 of bottom of the stream it sure is it is oh, it feels like ages since we've done this it does I don't, so i'm excited what even was the last film we did crawl space uh, i think so that was the finale that yeah. feels like ages ago yeah it does feel like ages ago you're right so this week we are doing a film called the girl in the yellow jumper yes which we randomized during the festive period because we forgot to do it on the last episode we did but it was genuinely randomized as always robin yeah. came back from his little break and randomized as a film and this is what he picked um, it was released in 2020. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 21 minutes. Currently rated at 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb and is from Uganda. Brilliant. It's a Uganda, piece of Ugandan I cinema. Love it. 5.6 on IMDb? Uh, it's mid, mid card. Yeah. yeah. About I, right? Is it about right? I'm Without giving away what I thought of it, my initial reaction is I might have expected the IMD B rating to be a bit higher. There's only 900 reviews of it on okay. there. So that could explain it. quite low. Yeah. Okay. This film stars a guy called Michael Wawayo Jr. He plays Jim. Okay. It also stars a guy called Maurice Kiraya. He plays Patrick. And it also stars Michael Wawayo, who plays the old man. Okay. He was the father of Michael Wawayo Jr. Nice. It is nice. I didn't know that before we watched the don't film. Me, I, I, I'm learning that now, and I think we don't get too many like father son duos. I guess there's not maybe? many Ugandan actors out there, <laughs> but there's two in one family. Written and directed by Lukman Ali. This is Uganda's first ever feature film. Really? Yes. Is that an actual fact? That is an actual fact. That's this amazing. Is the first ever film, completely written, made, and produced in Uganda. Well, in that case, well done. And this is a good effort for your first ever movie. It really is. It was um, Lukeman Ali wrote the script, directed the movie, edited the film, and actually, it was only two crew members that worked on this. Wow. Him and his. Oh, I did have the name of his other guy. That's great. Cinemato- he had a cinematographer, and I've forgotten his name. But yeah, they're the only two people that filmed it. There's obviously like sound recordings and things going on. That's genuinely but... a great achievement. Yeah. He also did all the sketching and the storyboarding for the film as he was writing it. So he wrote the script and storyboarded it at the same time. Brilliant. Um, The principal photography for this film began in 2018 um, in the northern part of Uganda. Um, Natsi Naza is the guy who, the cinematographer. It wrapped in August 2018. um, And they released the first look in January 2019, which was some test footage which got positive reviews from all around the world. Nice. Ali did an interview with Kampala's The Sun, which is, I guess, the Ugandan press. Yeah. He said, we had every single problem that you can have on a film set, we had on this film set. Shooting in Uganda, as you can imagine, is not easy. Every single location we went to, somebody chased us away. (laughs) Um, There were times when the actors went without food because we had used all of the budget. And we stopped at one point filming for more than a year as we scraped together some more resources. Wow. The actors would return after months between scenes having changed, having gained weight, grown hair, beards, when there was only stubble in the previous scenes. He edited it on his home computer, 
and released a teaser trailer on August 2018. Ben, the film never released Mm -hmm. and was due to release in March 2020. Uh, We know what happened in March 2020. Happened all across the world and definitely happened in Uganda. The COVID pandemic put pay to that. Yeah. Affected the premiere as the film was put on lockdown. Um, There were then plans made for the films to premiere on paid streaming sites. Um, but the company's online production companies or Luke Manali's accounts were hacked and the film was leaked onto YouTube. Oh, no. Um, for free, just days before it was due to premiere. No. It was later discovered that Luke Manali himself had leaked the movie. Wow. Um, what he did was cut it down into one minute and 22 pieces of film, released trailers, but it turned out to be the entire the movie. movie. Wow. Um, it was a prank to increase hype for the movie <laughs> it's, it's crazy the film was then sold to netflix and on friday the 13th of i didn't say it just says friday the 13th um it was the first uganda film to be picked up by netflix and was made available the following day um lukeman ali then gave up filmmaking because of the poor experience he had with making this film and has never made another film since wow and doesn't intend to apparently wow quite the story yeah absolutely the fact that he leaked his own movie is that's great insane that's great yeah do you nick have a one word review of the girl in the yellow jumper butthead (laughs) i always have a drink during that bit and it's so stupid butthead yeah okay why we'll find out okay there's a lot of butts in this movie there are a lot of butts i get it right where does this movie start nick uh we get a bit of a uh, caption on the screen. We do indeed. I've got it. Let me read it. Okay. Uh, it says, The events you are about to see took place in Uganda three years ago. At the request of the survivor, the names have been changed. And it says, The following is based on a true story. Okay. And we open, we're kind of watching a, what I've called a crime watch type program yeah. on a TV set in which the presenter is telling the story of two crimes which were initially thought to be unrelated uh, but have since been connected this is the uh, the murder of two separate families in two different completely different places in the country but uh, a calling card has been left yes by the killer uh, a cigarette butt yes purposefully left at each murder scene yes and in both cases the killer left one witness. One person alive and unharmed. Alive. And the, the killer uh-huh. has become known as the cigarette butt killer. He he has, or she has. And then the presenter brings on a professor to talk about the yeah. motives and the psychological aspect of this. Uh, this is all playing on a TV screen in the background of a, a, a room in which a man is sleeping or napping. Yeah, I've put a man asleep in front of TV. The show yeah. is called Criminals Unmasked while yeah. he's watching. Um, and his phone rings. He misses a call from his mother. Yep. Um, and then somebody breaks into his house. We see them like picking the lock on his door. Sure. And they come up behind him. They're wearing a yellow jumper. And, and they, a gas mask. And a gas mask randomly. And inject him in the neck and carry him away. Yeah. Uh, and then we get our titles. We do. We hit the title card and then we hit a credit sequence. And the credit sequence is playing over a car driving down some scenic road in Uganda. Yeah, through the countryside. Yeah. And this car stops when it sees a man on the side of the road in a yellow jumper. Indeed. 
Um, and this is Jim. This is the guy that we just met a minute ago who, who was asleep. Was in his abducted, chair. yeah. Yeah. Um, he's limping along the road. He is. He doesn't look in a good way. No. He looks unwell. Um, the driver of this car, who we later learn is called Patrick. Yep. And these Ugandan names? Sure. Assume, assume so. Um, he wants to collect, wants to pick the man, give him a lift, but he wants to make sure that this man is not dangerous in any way. Sure. I so, mean, I'm, I'm, I'm presuming, you know, that this is not a. Uh, it's not necessarily safe to just pick up. No. You know, especially when there's a serial killer on the loose. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, probably not a, not a country known for, you know, it Yeah, it's being not known for its safety, safe. is it? No. So um, the driver is doing due diligence. Yeah. And so he checks, he makes the guy lift up his shirt, make sure he's not armed, checks for his bags, make sure there's no guns in Yeah, there. he says, I want to help you out, but yeah. I need to, look, just work with me here. Yeah. But he does. He offers to give the man a lift. He tells the man to drop his bag in the back seat and get in the front seat, sit next to him. And when he opens the back door to put his bag in the seat, there is another man in the car that we hadn't seen before. Yeah. Who is older. He's an older gentleman. He's sure. credited in the film as the old man. Yeah. Um, and he is in handcuffs. Yes. So, which Jim starts asking some questions. Yeah. It's like, why is there a man in handcuffs in the back? And it, it transpires that we believe at this point that Patrick is a cop. Yeah. And that he is, this man is not dangerous. He is a witness to a crime. Yes. And, and he's, he's just being... Patrick's taking him to the police, to the police station. station. Yeah, he's been told to go and pick him up. Um, Jim then asks Patrick if he can borrow his phone, which he does, and calls his mum, checks in on his mum. Jim is noticeable, has his, I think it's his right hand, is bandaged, bandaged up, up. yeah. And uh, is bleeding. It is bleeding. Uh, he's not, like you said, he's not in a good way. No. Uh, but Patrick says, sure, yeah, you can you can borrow my phone, uh, call, call who you need to call. So Jim calls his mum. He just checks in on his mum. He says he hasn't spoke to her for a couple of days. He says, I've been somewhere where I've had no signal. I've yeah. not been able to talk to you. He doesn't want to worry his mum, I guess. Yeah. Um, after the call... He asks her if she's taken her pills. Yeah. Like, that's what he reminds her to do every day. Yeah. So that's what he's worried about. He apologises for not calling yesterday. Yeah. Um, Patrick and Jim have a bit of a chat after this call. It turns out that Jim is named after Jim Carey. Yeah. Which I thought was quite funny. Uh, but Patrick's never heard of Jim Carey. No, he hasn't. So he needs to get his film. And Jim's like, you know... He's, you may know him from such films as <laughs> yeah. uh, The Mask, Ace Ventura 1 and 2, yeah. Liar Liar. And Patrick's like, no, no, no idea really. who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Jim, as Patrick at this point notices Jim's aggressive hand injury. Yes. Um, he's, he's got a couple of fingers missing. It's not like he's just yeah, cut yeah, his yeah. hand. He's, yeah. he's, his hand's in a bad way. So Patrick says, look, what happened? What's, what's going on? And Jim doesn't want to tell him. No, he doesn't. He says it's a long story. And Patrick says, we've got nothing but time. It's going to take ages to get to this police station. And Patrick then goes into a story, doesn't he? A yeah. bit of a parable about... Uh, when he was a kid and... Yeah, so his his cousin moved to their neighbourhood and uh, one very rainy night... Um, so when his cousin moved to the neighbourhood, they were kind of local celebrities because they had a telephone. Yes. And they were the first family to have a telephone in the village. And... One rainy night, so they're quite used to strangers coming and just looking at it. Yeah, not a, even using it, yeah, just looking can at I it. Can I see the telephone? Yeah. And one rainy night in the village, a old woman yeah. was going from door to door, to door, um, presumably seeking shelter yeah, or you know somewhere to stay, and she was turned away by quite a few houses in the village. Um, Susan's family let her in. They were quite used to people, like I say, wanting to come in and see this amazing phone. Um, and it turns out she was bait, this woman. Yeah. 
because under the cover of the and the noise of this torrential rainstorm, uh, the whole family was murdered. Yes, and they they'd let the killers into the house, and this is Patrick's very long-winded way of sort of saying sometimes the good thing to do, i.e., let this person in from the rain who's asking for help, is not always the right, right thing, thing to do. do. Yeah. Uh, he then flashes his badge and his gun at Jim and says. I think you should tell me where you've been. Yeah, and what's happened to your hand. They also they also talk about a childhood game that Patrick used to play. Yes. Because then the film does a very strange thing and cuts away and gives us the rules of this game in yeah. animation form, which was like really weird. But it was neat, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was neatly done. It was a strange directorial choice. So basically, you used to play this game with a rope like a like jump game. It's, like, it's like 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 a, kind of like Limbo, but it's a bit like high jump, isn't it? Yeah. So this this rope gets higher and higher. Between, you have to jump over it yeah. and not hit it. But we then get an animation of explaining all the rules. And there's a guy standing on screen telling us how. Yeah. Like, I don't really need to know the rules of this game, but fair enough. Uh, Jim says, Jim confirms that he is not a criminal, but the last two days have been crazy. And Patrick then convinces Jim to tell his story. Yeah. Um, and basically he does. He says, look, I was kidnapped from my house. Said I've been working at home. Yeah, uh, and he says I'm a cartoonist. Yes, he's a media cartoonist. So he yeah. writes, he does cartoons for it's like political cartoons, political cartoons yeah. for newspapers. Um, he was kidnapped from his home, and he woke up with a bag tied over his head, upside down, tied to a chair. Yeah, he says and I woke cut up to this. He says I woke up tied to a chair, and then we cut to it, and he's actually upside, upside down. down. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, oh, this is now turned into saw or something. <laughs> yeah, because we cut to this scene playing out now, and a girl in a yellow jumper walks in yes and she's got some drugs and she's got some tools and she basically they could they could cuts him down cuts him down she's he's still tied to the chair but yeah. the chair kind of spins around and it's now the right way up yeah um and he she removes the bag from his head and then she nails his hand to the chair yeah she literally puts a nail with a hammer through his hand um she then takes a phone call she pulls a shotgun on him. She does pull a shotgun on him. But then puts him. that down. Yeah, the phone and rings. Yeah, takes She gets a call, call from her sister, um, talks to her for a little bit, and then she chisels his finger off. Yeah. With a chisel and a hammer. Yeah, she sure does. And then drops it on the floor. And while she's doing this, she's showing him this newspaper clip, and she's taking offence. It's a photo or a clip. Yeah, it turns out it's a, one of his cartoons. One of his cartoons. She's taking offence to one of his cartoons. And she says to him, it's not so funny now, is it? Yeah. And then we come back to the car. So that was basically Jim telling Patrick what had happened. Um, and Patrick's finding it hard to believe. He's like, that's a really far-fetched story, what you're telling me there. It's just like, so all because of a cartoon? And, yeah. and Jim's like, well, yeah. I mean, and it does ring It does ring true. We've seen yeah, yeah. in recent years, there was an attack in Paris, wasn't there? Yeah, there because was. of, you know, political religious, cartoons and religious, religious cartoons. political cartoons. And but Patrick says that doesn't happen in Uganda. Yeah. That, that sort of thing doesn't happen. What are you talking about? I liked Pat- Patrick had a line because it's like this this cartoon was was it was of Jesus yeah it was a bad joke but it, it was, was of Jesus it, kicking a bucket yeah and Patrick says it made me laugh he says oh it's not like Christians to be extreme yeah it does um, <laughs> not he even says not like they invaded our country and made you know yeah, yeah. it was uh, it was a it, nice was, a, line. it was a nice line uh, Jim tries to explain the joke to Patrick but Patrick doesn't get it I. Admit I didn't get it either. No. It was, it was, Jim was like, "Well, come on, I have to do one a week." So yeah. they're not all, all they're not, classics. They're not going to be hits. Uh, but then that conversation is broken up 
quite abruptly when the old man in the back starts vomiting everywhere. Yeah. Um, the old man then gets out of the car. The pull and, over, yeah. The pull over has, has his vomit in the road. And the other two are chatting. Jim and Patrick are talking about who he is. And Patrick explains, look, he's probably a cigarette book killer witness. Yeah, we think he's a witness. We think he's a witness. And so we need to take him in. And, and Jim's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. I've yeah. heard of the, the crimes, yeah. yeah. So they said, let's get back on the road. He saves a tortoise. Yes, he does. Yeah, the old man, whilst he's thrown up, tips a, to- a tortoise is tipped over and he tips it back again. Very <laughs> random. What did you, just as a checkpoint, what did you think to this movie at this point? I so was far? in. I was in this. Uh, it was so really far. intriguing. It was a really intriguing it? story. Yeah, I was, I was fully in at this point. Yeah, yeah definitely. It, it's different. It's I unusual. Thought overall, this was a really easy watch. Yes, it was. It, it, Which surprised it me. It tried to be confusing at points. It, it flips the. We'll come to it but in it minute, wasn't but it an inaccessible but... movie. This no, wasn't... not at all. It was it was easy to follow. It was yeah. an easy watch. I thought it was a it really... was an unusual style of movie, but then it's going to be, isn't it? It's a whole different yeah movie industry, basically. Yeah. Um, then we get a demo. They talk. They start talking about what it's like to get shot in the knee. I can't remember how that conversation came well, up d- between them. Just before that, so oh, sorry. as as uh, Patrick is escorting the old man back, back to, to the, the car. car. Yeah. Jim has already sat back in the passenger seat and he changes the radio station when a news report comes on of a girl who has died after attempting a, an, a self-abortion. Yeah, she was 12 years home. old and she's died during yeah. the self-abortion. And then they go into, they get back on the road and they get into this conversation about, because uh, he's, changed, he's changed the radio station and um, a song comes on. Yeah. And uh, Patrick says, oh, this is that, whoever it is, that pop star, he got shot in the leg. Ah, okay. I I did wonder how that had come up. So then Jim says, no, no, I think he got shot in the knee. And then they go into this whole thing about how it's the most painful, the knee is the most painful. I thought this was brilliant. This this was possibly the best bit. Um, they they go into this whole spiel about how it's the most dangerous place to be shot. It's the most yeah. painful place. And to Patrick's be shot. like, there's so much going on in your knee in terms yeah. of joints, ligaments, nerves, bone, muscle, nerves. bones, everything's there. It's it's really painful. I've seen it. Yeah, it's awful. And then we get another one of these animated guides yeah. to kneecapping. Yeah, and how to shoot somebody in the knee and how to take them down and, and how it's the most painful thing. The, I will never forget this <laughs> from this watching this movie is the fact that if you get shot in the knee, yeah. Despite all the mess it does to you, you know, and you'll have life-changing injuries, can yeah. you walk but again? It can all be that fixed. Stuff. Yeah. You are at risk of death of lead poisoning. Yeah. Because there's a type of fluid in and around your knee which can dissolve lead. Yeah. And if you don't get the bullet out quick enough... You're going to die of lead that poisoning. That can dissipate into... That's, that's... <laughs> if that's true, which I'm yeah. sure it is, uh, it's fascinating. It fascinated me. And it was possibly the best bit in the film. Um yeah, that whole sequence is really good. So Pat just sort of ends this by going, so basically, Jim, that's why you never want to get shot in the knee. Don't get shot in the knee. Get shot anywhere else. Don't get shot in the knee. Um, uh, and then Pat sort of goes, well, anyway. We'll, carry on your story. Yeah. He says, how did you how escape? How did you get away from these the, this this girl that had kidnapped And Jim's kind of says, well, I didn't really. Yeah. And then we cut back to the scene of what happened. So they're now... It says well, they've moved me to a forest. Yeah, so there's two girls yeah. who are sisters and they've taken him to a forest and they're going to bury him alive. Yeah. The girl in the yellow jumper is digging a hole and Jim is sitting in the bottom of it. Yeah. And he's fully conscious, fully awake, but she's just throwing soil on him. Yeah, just filling the hole. Yeah. And the other girl sat watching in the Yeah, she's car. just sitting there 
doing nothing, not helping. She's I think she's playing she playing Angry Birds on her phone. I think she yeah, was. Something like that. Um and Jim's saying to this girl, look, you this isn't you can't kill me like this. I'm going to get out of this hole. Yeah, and this <laughs> was like he was adamant. Yeah. I I can I get escape. out of this. I will escape. There's no, you can't, you can't bury somebody alive whilst they're awake. And she doesn't really, well, he's still tied up and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she doesn't really reply. And then we suddenly cut and he is buried. Yeah. The, he's, she's patting down the earth. Yeah. The, the, the hole is filled in. He, she's patting it down. She packs her stuff up. She puts her, her gun away and her spade away. Puts it back in the car. I, I've put, they've got his bag. Yeah. And then I've just put, what's, what's happened? <laughs> I've literally put WTF. What? That's yeah. it. He's dead. Yeah. That seems like it. But I know he's in this car. Yeah. What's so going he's on? he's not dead. <laughs> so they get drive up a little bit down the road and then they turn around. Because and this conversation she's had with the him. The girl in the yellow jumper. Is playing on her mind. This, t- turns to her friend and says. Sister. I, it's, yeah, sister. And says, I'm, I'm freaked out. Yeah. I says, what, what do you mean? Well, he, he, he was adamant he would escape. Yeah. And they... They turn around. They go. They go back to check. Yeah. Basically, so she go. They turn the car around. And they go back to the hole. They start. She starts to undig digging. Yeah. She starts digging up again. Um. And she gets so sweaty that she takes her yellow jumper off for the first time yeah. in the movie. Um. And it turns out he was right. He's already out. He's he stood behind uh, her. Yeah. He stood behind her with her gun. So he pulls a gun on her, and so he's obviously got out and refilled the hole in, and then hidden. Until she comes back. So at this point, I'm like, what, what is going on? What the fuck is going on? It's some sort of magic happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, well, we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll how it them. plays out. So he pulls the gun on her. He up. executes her. He shoots her in the head, kills her dead. The girl in the yellow jumper is no more. The other girl freaks out. Yeah. Shifts, shifts over to the driver's shifts seat. Shifts over to the driver's seat and drives off. And he shoots a hole in the car. Yeah. And then it comes upon the screen, which I thought was fucking brilliant. So I've never seen this before. <laughs> It comes up on the screen in writing again, as it did at the beginning of the movie. Remember, this is still a true story. Yeah. Which is That's a nice brilliant. Touch. Yeah. Absolutely really nice brilliant. Because it sounds like we've had a similar experience, but we've got to this point and gone, what the hell? What is this? <laughs> yeah. Why has that happened? Yeah. And then that's that. It, the movie has just done that just to put a little. Yeah. This isn't a story. This yeah. is real. Um. Patrick then says to Jim, we're back in the car now. And he says, well, do you think you'd recognize these two girls? And Jim says, well, one of them's dead. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure I'd recognize the other one. Um, and Patrick says, look, you've got to go to the police station. Yeah. You need Come to go and, and make a report statement. this to the... We're going there anyway. Yeah. Come and report this to the and police. And Jim's not sure, but he says, no, look, come and make a statement. We've got a sketch artist. Yeah. Let's get a sketch done of this woman who's yes. escaped. And then... Really? Jim's like, I really need to see my mum. Yeah, I need to go home. I don't want to report I'm worried it. about her. Maybe I'll come in next week and report it. I'm, and he's not in any like, rush to do it. No, no. Yeah, you need to report this. You need to. For the start, you've just told me you've killed somebody. Yeah. So, um, but then Patrick stops to buy some fish at the side of the at road. The side of the road, which appears to be nowhere near any water. <laughs> and he sold it by a midget. Yeah, a little dwarf man sells him the, the fish. Which just is adding to the trippiness of the yeah. last. 10 minutes of this movie. And then they don't put it in the car. They tie it to the front grill of the car as yeah. they drive off down this sandy road. Yeah. And and then just this, it is just a continuity point. I'm not going to belay it. Go but on. this fish, for the rest of this movie now, this fish appears and disappears from the front of this car. Yeah. But that is very much explained by some of those issues you mentioned before yes, we started talking come about up. this movie. There's a big continuity error that is also explained, <laughs> which I'll come to in a minute. Um, 
Patrick then, uh, Jim then asked Patrick, Patrick's got this like rock hanging from his car windscreen. Yep. And he asked him about that and he said, so it's my basically my lucky charm. I found it at the crime scene. Yeah. Um, they then go for stop for some fuel. And whilst they're stopping for fuel, Patrick gets a phone call from Vicky. Yeah. His girlfriend's sister. sister. Um, and she's panicking down the phone, telling him, look, you've got to come home now. I need, something's happened with Vicky. I need to talk to you. You need to come home this second. Uh, and Pat says to Jim, look, change plan. I, I need to go home. My girlfriend's pregnant. Yeah. And her sister just rang me. She's worried. We've had a few miscarriages yeah. before. She's worried. I need to get home. I will drop you at the police station. Yeah. Um, when you get in there, ask for Bob. Yeah. He gives him this whole convoluted story of where the police station is. Um, and he does. He drops him off. And he'll get the sketch done with yeah, you. And then I'll come and pick, pick you, you up, up take you home. Yeah. Um, so he does. He drops him off. He drives off. And then Jim realizes he's left his bag in the car. Yeah. So he waves like through the windscreen, through the rear window. And Patrick pulls over, stops. Jim goes to get his bag. And Patrick says to him, I've changed my mind. I will come with you after all. We just need to stop at my house first. Yeah. Um, so he gets back in, which is a really weird turn of events that's just happened, but it happened. Um, so they do. They go back to Patrick's house. Um, Jim says, can I use the bathroom? Um, to Because he's, he's dirty. He's, all, he's yeah. covered in blood. He's washed. His hands still yeah. hands. So he goes to use the bathroom, washes himself up, uh, looks out of the bathroom window and the car that he shot at earlier is parked in the driveway. Yeah. We don't recognise it because there's a shotgun hole in the back yeah. of it. At the same time, an argument starts down the corridor yeah. between Patrick and Vicky. a woman. Yeah. yeah. His wife, his late, girlfriend's his sister. sister. We then cut to them and we see this is the girl. That drove off. That drove off. The, one of the people the who kidnapped him. Yeah. So that implies to us that the other girl that Jim has shot is Patrick's girlfriend. Yeah. Jim realises what's going on. He tries to improvise a weapon, which was also really nice. It was quite funny, wasn't it? it? So it's a bit of slapstick. He's he's, he's trying out like an aerosol can and a toothbrush. Then he he breaks a mop in half and he ends up with the stick of the mop. And he's listening at the door, um, but he doesn't quite react quick enough because Patrick realises also what's going on. Kicks the door in. Kicks the door in because he realises that Jim is the guy that has potentially hurt his girlfriend. They have There's a, a fight. In the, they have in a the fight bathroom. on the bathroom floor. Uh, Pat, it's not really a fight. Patrick just beats, beats the, the shit, shit out, out of Jim. Yeah. Um, Vicky then shouts at Patrick, don't shoot him, that's too easy. Yes, yeah, he doesn't deserve that death. Yeah. So guess what Patrick does? Shoots him in the Shoots kneecap. Shoots him in the kneecap. Um, and then they get back in the car. All of them get back in the yeah. car. Our entire cast are now in this car. So you know the old man's still there. Yeah, he's still in the back. He's Jim a, even says, because uh, Vicky's like, who's that? And Patrick's like, oh, f- I forgot, forgot about, about him. <laughs> he hasn't said a single word all the way through this no. movie either. Um, we get a shot of Jim's knee as well. Yeah. And which it, is just gristle. It's great. Yeah. It's a great bit of... It looks exactly like the animation yeah. we saw earlier for a start, but it's just a gristly mess. And Patrick and Vicky are now in the front seats. And they're talking about, why have you progressed to kidnapping people? Uh, Patrick says to Vicky, are you now a religious avenger? Yeah. And she's like, what the fuck Why are you Why were you offended about? by this cartoon? And he's like, and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? And is, is, she says, is that what he's told you? Yeah. And we're like, oh, okay. So maybe Jim's not as honest as we thought. Um, Vicky then explains to Patrick why they really did kidnap Jim. So Patrick's girlfriend works in a 
shelter for young people. Yeah. And the the, the girl who was on the news having died from a botched abortion, the 12-year-old, was one of her patients. Yes. And it turns out Jim had a failed career as a doctor. Yes. And he was responsible for this botched abortion in two ways. Because he <laughs> was also the tried father to perform of the potential it, baby. but he was also the father of this baby born by this 12-year-old. Yeah, or not born, as yeah. the case may be. Um, she then says, this is why we did it. Um, Jim has now got a gun in his bag, which somehow Patrick had missed earlier, but yeah. it must have been hidden. Um, so he's slowly getting that out of his bag whilst Vicky's telling this it's story. It's the shotgun the from the girl. It is, yeah. 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 Um. And she says that they kidnapped him from under a bridge. He was smoking under a bridge. Yeah. They found him and they kidnapped him and they saw that happen. So that brings into question, well, it completely debates the fact the first scene of the movie where we've seen him get kidnapped yeah. was obviously also part of this lie that Jim's been telling us all the way through. And she says their plan was we were going to get him to confess. Yes. Record it and then we'd come to you yeah. as the police. Yes. Um, she also, And then he says, well, why did you try and bury him alive? And she's like, we didn't. That is also not true. Yeah. Um, we not. Yeah. We, yeah. We didn't yeah. do that. And then Patrick completely twigs what's going on. And as he twigs what's going on, he turns around to look at Jim and Jim shoots him in the head. They both shoot each other. Yeah. They, they're both guns go off. Yeah. But there's a shootout in the part yeah. in a moving car. Basically. Uh, Jim gets Pulp Fictioned. Yes. So his brains are on the back, back of, of the car. Back of the car. Jim is gone. Patrick is shot. Hot. With a shotgun from point blank range. Gurgling. Gurgling. He's he not alive. dead. Yeah. The old man, Vicky's also been is she dead? The car crashes. So and Vicky killed gets killed, killed in, in the crash. Yeah. So the only man to survive is the old man who was in the back of the car. He gets out. Earlier on in the film, he had eyeballed the handcuff key. Yeah. Was in the car's ashtray. So he gets out of the car, uncuffs himself. And Pat, we realise that Patrick isn't dead. This is the point because the old man goes to check on him. Yeah. Another car pulls up to check what's going on. There's yeah, a crash okay? car on the side of the road. Checks that he's okay. The old man says, yeah, I'm fine. I've just lost control of the car. I've crashed the car. This is the first line the old man speaks in yeah. the whole movie. He says to the guy, have you got a cigarette? And I'm like, oh my God, we know where this is going. <laughs> he takes the cigarette off the guy and then kills the guy yeah. who's driving this car. Um, Patrick is still dying. Um he has a voice message on his phone that the old man listens to that is from a colleague. And he plays it. Yeah, on he the does. Speaker. He plays it on the speaker. And the, it's, it's Bob. It's Bob from the police station. And he's like, this guy that you're bringing in, this, this old witness. man, he was a witness. I've got a match on the system. Yeah, boy. he was involved in another case a few years ago. Um, it's basically, it was involved in some witchcraft yeah, crimes with his wife. A few years yeah. ago, but he, he's never been brought in. But it's, it's a weird coincidence that he's a witness to this cigarette book killer. Just as he says that, the old man breaks the cigarette in half and flicks the butt onto Patrick's lap yeah. as Patrick dies in the car. And then the old man takes the other guy's car and drives away. Yeah. And that is the end of your movie, except for a short post-credit scene yeah. later on, where we saw we see some kids playing the game that was explained to us earlier. Blada. Blada. And the old man approaches these kids and says, where are your parents? Yeah. And that is where the movie ends. Sports, Nick. On this crazy piece of Ugandan cinema that we've just watched. I really enjoyed it. I did as well. Like it's Much more than I was expecting to. So, loads more. I thought it was an easy watch. 
And it was, it's just a good, there's a good story here. Yeah. And I I enjoyed it so much and and kind of that's without knowing all the difficulties of this being made which you you went through at yeah. the start but I felt like because I enjoyed it so much and I did like the performances and I like the two leads the chemistry between Jim and Patrick yeah I gave it quite a bit of leeway yeah. for some of the errors and there's a few bits in it that make the whole thing fall apart but I'm okay with that because I overall I had such a good time. I, are they errors though, or are they just Jim's story not adding up? Because everything that Jim says in this movie is not true. So that's not my main one. Okay. So my on. main issue is, so the old man is wearing a fanny pack. Yeah. And it's commented on at the start because Jim, go, when Jim gets into the car, he's like, oh, "I haven't seen one of them for ages. Why has he got a?" Yeah. Why wouldn't Patrick have looked in there before now? That's a good point. I hadn't picked that up because the fanny pack is it's full, full of broken cigarettes. Of broken cigarettes. I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm just like, I know he's okay, yeah, a witness, but so it's that. And then it's like, how well did Patrick look in that bag if there was a massive shotgun in the bottom of it? Yeah, there is that. Do you notice that the fingers changed hands a couple of times? No, I didn't notice that. <laughs> that was part of the Jim's false story, I think, yeah. because he cut his own finger off. That's revealed yeah. at some point later on in the movie. Um, yeah, there's, there's loads of little inaccuracies in Jim's story. But I can... Fi- they're there, I but can... they're genuine. They're, yeah. like, they're not plot points. Whereas what you've just said is a good point. But I can kind of forgive you it. Got, yeah, you can forgive it that. He didn't really, really cool look, at the end he looked when in he Patrick's it. bag, but he didn't really look yeah. in. That guy, old man could have just opened a different zip yeah. on that thing. He was fine. It's a really neat little twist, I thought. I really liked the twist. I enjoyed the twist. The other thing I didn't... I wasn't sure is... is at the start, did... Because the duffel bag that Jim's carrying is quite distinctive. So yeah. it's a black bag and it's got it's got a logo on the end, White Rabbit. Yeah. So it is a White Rabbit and it says the words White Rabbit. And I didn't know if Patrick had recognised it. Oh, and maybe. he was in on it the whole time. Possibly, because it was his girlfriend's Jim. bag, I guess. Yeah, maybe he never believed Jim. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting as no, well. No, it wasn't. That is interesting. I hadn't picked this up on that either. Um, but this is just... I love the fact that this film is based on a true story. That this cigarette cigarette butt killer is a real thing, but most of the film is not true. Yeah, because most of all yeah. of Jim's story is made up, yeah. so it's based on a true story, but none of the film is true. Yeah, I really like that. I thought that was really cool. I just think this is a really great achievement for a first time director, a first feature film out of a whole country. country. Yeah. A bunch of actors this have, is they've a, done other stuff, but never done a lot of stuff. We we really rail on Netflix a lot, but. The fact that this is available for people to consume and watch is a good thing. People say to me all the time, there's nothing to watch on Netflix. Uganda's first ever feature films on there. <laughs> Why would you not just go and watch that? This is a film that if somebody said to me, oh, what should I watch on Netflix this weekend? I might just go, give a girl in the yellow jumper a try. Let's see what you think. Yeah. I, I, I wouldn't be against recommending this film to people. It's 80 minutes long. Yeah. And it's a short then little easy watch. And then, then at the end, people go, oh, shit, I've just watched a Ugandan film and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It's in English. You don't have to worry about dubbing or subtitles. There's a few bits where they go into Ugandan, but the majority of it's in English, so you don't need to worry about that. They've all got English names. It's easy to pronounce Jim and Patrick. I mean, it's... my God, watch this rather than something like, I don't know, Nightwolf from last season. Yeah, which absolutely. Is, you know. I want to watch more and... Ugandan cinema <laughs> after watching this. I don't know if there is any more. 
Because Luke Manelli retired after making it. Look, this isn't a perfect film. It's got no, a lot no, of not at all. Not, but it's not perfect. Sometimes just you like a trier. Yeah, and it's never boring. I never got bored watching this. I no, I was fully in, enjoyed. I, the I was opposite. In. I was invested. Yeah, completely invested. I wanted to see it through. I wanted to know where it was all going. Yeah, um, and I, I enjoyed it. I, I love a film where your main character, your your protagonist in a movie, is a liar. Yeah, and you, so you we've got an unreliable right narrator, yeah. and I really like that because it's it makes for a nice little twist at the end. I I had sort of quite early on though, maybe halfway through, I was like, the old guys. I was like, they're going for the sore thing, aren't they? Yes. With the twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and 100% that's what side. it is. He's yeah. hidden in plain sight. I didn't know if it was going to be Patrick. I, I knew one of these people was going to be the cigarette. It was either going to be Patrick or the old man. It was either going to be Patrick or the old man. I must admit, I'd lent more towards Patrick. But that gets kind of... And it's, it becomes obvious at the end that it's got to be the old man. Yeah. But the way they reveal that is really neat. Yeah. It's really nice. Because he got lucky that he survived that crash and all those gunshots going off. Yeah. But yeah, when he just cold-blooded kills that guy in the car, I'm like, yeah, it's, that's it's, brilliant. That's the best thing about it. Um, is it that it's a really good film and it's Uganda's first ever one? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> enough, isn't it? Yeah. It's got animated sequences yeah. in it. Those two it's, scenes are weird. The, the the kneecapping one's really good, but it's weird that it's in there. And the, the whole rules of the game thing, that's really strange. <laughs> it's not referenced again in the movie. It's just you do, until the end when it's, no, but it's little, a good cultural yeah it's just a cultural thing but it's a strange thing to put in the middle of a, a yeah. thriller I just hit my nose on the mic it's <laughs> just a nice surprise i just yeah, it was much better than i was expecting it's it really be. accessible yeah and it's a it might not be perfectly executed pun pun but it's a good story yeah it's 5.6 on imdb yeah is that too low I think I I I I would say it is. I think yeah. it is. It's it's, it's late sixes. Grading on our curve yeah. of what we see on this show, it's better than some of the five point sixes we've seen before. Yeah. It's it's it should be mid to late sixes for me. I, that's where I'd have it. I uh, I had a good time with this. What would you change I, about it? I, I, having heard what you've said, I'm, I'm almost like I wish it's ideal world stuff, isn't it? But how much better could the same team have made this movie without without the issues of being chased off from all but then then it's a vicious circle is it then the movie that no i think that gives it its charm of a movie isn't it yeah the the, most of this movie's filmed in a car because they were being chased away by people at the time you can see the influences can't you you can see it's part saw it's part seven yeah uh but that they're too decent movies yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna take by. off any movies go for them too um what to change about it i don't know if i want to change too much because it lo- does it lose, lose its, its charm. charm i think you're right it would lose its charm you can you can see it being remade and being sterilized yeah. can't you and yeah absolutely it loses that charm good start to the season really good second season and, in and, a row and it is what i love about this show is that we Find Ugandan cinema. I've sat down for an hour and a half watching a Ugandan movie yeah. and thoroughly enjoyed it. It's the second season in a row we've kicked off with an African movie. It is, yeah. How random is that? Yeah, it was Ken- Kenyan movie yes, last it was. year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, Katy Katy. Robin's just like got it in for us, I think. But it's it's worked out both times. Yeah. African cinema's on uh, the up. People. This is the best movie we've seen this season. A hundred percent. And even for the summer of the end of last season. <laughs> uh 
it sits alone in the stream table. Yeah, we can't really talk stream time. table, but it is definitely top and bottom of the stream table currently. Yeah. That's a good benchmark to start with, I think. Yeah, I agree. That being said, shall we pick next week's movie? Let's do it. Episode two of Bottom of the Stream, season 10. Robin's having an extended time off. Because we've already had a wild card played. Oh, this is early. Okay, let's get people up to speed. So, if you are new to listening to the show, we have a number of wild cards which can be played throughout the season. Who owns a wild card? Myself and Adam, as hosts of the podcast, own a wild card. Also, our Patreons get one. Uh, So, we have a number of wild cards to be played through the season. Uh, And week two, here we go. Someone's in already. Smileyton from our Discord. His name is Alex. He has decided to go in super... He wanted to be episode one. Okay. But by the time I'd gone back to... By the time he got to us, we'd already picked episode one. Um, Would you like to know what he's played? Yes. He's played a movie called The Call. Okay. This movie is from... I feel like it might be a Halle Berry movie from the (laughs) mid-2000s. There is a Halle Berry movie called that. This is not that. Um, It's South Korean. Okay. He's uh, he's gone back to the well of South Korean cinema. Would you like a synopsis? Yes, I would love a synopsis. See if you recognise it. Or recognise parts of it. Okay. Sao Yun, 28, takes the train to South Korean countryside to visit her hospitalised mum. Having left her smartphone on the train, she find a, finds a phone in her mum's house. She finds a hidden basement and Young Suk's 20-year-old November 1999 diary was there too. Um, her shaman stepmom believes her, daughter will become a serial, her stepdaughter will become a serial killer if let out and is very cruel to her. The two 28-year-old women start talking on the same phone in the same house, but separated by 20 years. Uh-huh. Can Sao Yun's dad, who died, then be saved? Can history be changed? And should it? Okay. Well, apart from the uh, strange synopsis, which sounds like it's been translated. I think it's been translated from Korean. Uh, Korean to English or back again or whatever. Uh, it's got a bit of black phone vibes to it. A bit it. of black phone vibes. I thought it had a bit of mirage about it as well. Yeah, that's possibly. The same, that, that was a TV that was communicating yeah. between two houses. Yeah. And that's the best film we've ever done. <laughs> so... The American synopsis says two people live in different times. Sao Yun lives in the present and Young Suk lives in the past. One phone call connects the two and their lives are changed irrevocably. How do you say that word? Irrecoverably. (laughs) That's fine. I don't know what that word is. South Korean movie. It's a Netflix original. It's called The Call and it was released in 2020. Okay. Second 2020 movie of the year. The year that no movies came out. We're doing two in season 10 already. Interesting. Hmm. So yeah, go out and watch The Call. Alex has gone in, I think he's gone in hard. He's gone Korean, always good. Time travel, always good. <laughs> that didn't work for him last year. Last season. No, it didn't. That is true. But he knows what he's doing, I think, there. I think yeah. he's picked strongly. There. It's also 7.1 on IMDb. Oh, wow. So it's it's okay. a strong movie. So yeah, go out and watch The Call. And in the meantime, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Letterboxd. Not Twitter, I don't do Twitter anymore. Instagram and Letterboxd, at B-O-T-S underscore podcast. If you want to drop us an email, our email address is bottomofthestream at gmail.com and our website is bottomofthestream.com. On our website, you will find every episode we've ever recorded, all of the stream tables, except the last one. We need to get the last one up. We've not done that yet, I don't think. Um, loads of other cool stuff, and you can even get some merch if you want to buy a bottom of the stream. Fanny pack. Fanny pack. I think you can actually get a <laughs> bottom of the stream fanny pack. Or, or bum bag. Bum bag <laughs> in this country. <laughs> fanny pack's a whole different thing. Um, when you've done all of that, head over to Patreon. Patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. 
on there for five of your English pounds every month, you will get early access to episodes. You get bonus episodes. You get a loads of cool stuff, but you also get a wild card, which means you can do what Alex has just done. Play a wild card. Try and become the best film of the season. And if you do, you will win a prize. Sure. When you've done all of that, check out our Discord. Our Discord is a wonderful group of wonderful people who will chat to you about anything, talk to you about all sorts. We play games. We do watch-alongs. Uh, we should have a watch-along coming up, but we've not planned one, so we probably should get that in the uh, sure. rotation at some point. Uh, yeah, loads of cool stuff goes on in the Discord. It's a really good, fun group of people. The Discord link is in the show notes. Yes, do come and join us if you can spare a few minutes. Also, please consider leaving us a rating and a review anywhere you can review and rate podcasts. We're on all of those formats, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Podchaser, Podbean, all the others, big ones, small ones, medium-sized ones. <laughs> uh, it just helps get the word out about our podcast. Uh, reaches new listeners. It and does. Well, that means we can make new friends. Yes, which is what we're here for. And who doesn't need more friends? Exactly. Couldn't agree more. First film of season 10 is done, Nick. First episode of season 10 is done. I feel... Happy. Yeah, I am. I feel like this is a movie that's going to stick in the memory. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, that's that's my initial reaction. You know, watched finished this a couple of days ago and... Yeah, it's been on my mind. Yeah. Catty Catty stuck around all of last season. I think it, it did finish in the top 10. Yeah. So... We'll see where this one heads up. It's a good see benchmark. Season 10 becomes as strong as season 9 was. Mm. That's going to be interesting. Is Robin going to be as friendly to us in this season? Who knows? Who knows? We won't know for another week now because yeah. he's got another week off. He tries to have an extended <laughs> Christmas. So yeah, thank you for listening to the first episode of season 10. We'll be back on Monday for The Wave and next Thursday for the movie show. Cheers! Bye!